Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Follow him at Eric underscore name. He's going to join us. He's our Milwaukee basketball insider. He is in Houston. He is Eric name, and he is on the Wendy's Big Show. Now, Eric, long time, no talk, my friend. It has been a long time. I'm quite happy that the season is here. Yeah, it's been it's been a long cold summer. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Only just four months. It feels like this season just ended, Eric, and now we're firing it up between the two former MVPs in Giannis and James Harden. It's going to be a heck of a battle, but I'm really excited to see what that Houston bunch looks like with the addition of Russell Westbrook tonight. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. Uh, Bud is someone who never really wants to talk about the storylines that we want to talk about. If there's two MVPs going head to head, or the MVP and the runner up from last year or the MVP from last year, the year before, and the year before that, and Giannis and Harden and Westbrook. He doesn't really ever want to talk about that, and I kind of brought it up to him during the around I was just like, hey, I know you don't like to talk about this stuff, but this is pretty cool for the rest of us. Like, this, is, this is a pretty big game to start the season. And he was like, well, yeah, I guess I'll try to be a little bit more human and a little bit less robotic. Like, I, I understand that, and it really is a good test for us out of the gates that we're going to get a team that we know is really talented, and it's going to be a good chance for us to see where we are very early in the season. So uh, even even the coach, even Mike Boonholzer agrees with you, and, I mean, he, he does everything he can to keep away from headlines. Eric, uh, this whole MVP Giannis thing is going to go on all year, whether he talks about it or not. Is he aware of this? I mean, he, him saying, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to distract my team, when in all reality, all he'd have to do and say is, Look, I'm signing with the Bucks. I'm signing Super Max. Doesn't matter what happens this year. I'm coming back. I'm a Buck. All these other teams don't have to worry about me because I'm not going there. Case closed. End of story. Let's move on. Instead, for the first time, he doesn't want to talk about it, and the door now is being left open with all this speculation running rampant out there from Malika Andrews, Zach Lowe. All these guys got stuff out there now saying, "Hey, if he doesn't go to the NBA Finals, he may not be back." Yeah, I mean, I think the the tough part with all this is. I think we all know how I don't how ridiculous players look around the league, right? Like for sure, we, we all we all got to see LeBron do their press conference, not one, not two, not eight, yep. not thirty. How many ever championships? Like we all saw that. Like we, we we saw that you were wrong, and now we're gonna make fun of you for it. And you know, like you're gonna go to. I mean, even last year, Kyrie Irving, he's talking in front of uh, season ticket holders, and he's like, "Yeah, I think I'll, I'll come back if you guys are gonna have me." Well. Now he's playing in Brooklyn. So I think everyone knows, like all the stars know at this point, that there's not really anything to be gained from saying, like, oh, I'm for sure 100%. But, Eric, the problem is he's been saying it his whole career in Milwaukee. His whole career, he's been saying it the whole time. Now it's going to be put up or shut up time next summer, and we're in that season going up to the summer, and now he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Sparky, do you remember anything you said at 21? Uh, hopefully not. I don't know. Probably not. No. Do you, do you think it was the same as the? Do you think you saw the world the same way at 21 as you did at 24? Maybe not. But you know what the difference between me and him is? He's in the public spotlight. I'm not. Everything he says is printed I, in the media. I don't dis- Everything. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. So it's totally different when it's I, you and it's, me. It's, and the other thing, Eric, 
if he decides he's not signing the Supermax and they end up having to trade him or he leaves in free agency, you can mark it down right now. He will be the most hated man in Milwaukee sports history when this is all done. Yeah, I mean, I don't... It'll be worse than really, Brett Favre. I don't really think you're going out on a limb at all saying any of that. Like, yeah, I think those are the, the facts, but I do think, I mean, we all have brains, right? Like, just because someone has said this in a Harvard study now, uh, or maybe not said it, as he said he didn't today, um, whether or not it was said, the fact that it was plainly stated that the Bucks need to win for me to stay. Yep. Was it? Did you learn anything from that, Spark? Like, did you? Think no, the Harvard thing didn't. No. I t- listen. For me, I don't care about the Harvard thing. For me, it was Malika Andrews. She got tore apart by all these Bucks fans on Twitter saying she was just trying to stir crap up. But when Zach Lowe wrote that piece on Friday, and in there, like twenty three or twenty four, puts in there. From Zach Lowe, who's been a pro Bucks guy this entire time, says, hey, look, if they don't go to the NBA Finals, he very well could be gone. And it's, then he said, unless it's like a bloodbath game seven, then maybe he stays if they get that far in the Eastern Conference Finals. But otherwise, he very well may be gone. When Zach Lowe said so, it, to me, my eyes widened open, and I said, uh-oh, there, there might be something to this. So you just talked about what Zach Lowe said, right? Yes. You mentioned something he said. And then how he backpedaled out of it. Does that sound very definitive to you? Like all of the. Uh, to to me, this point, this- there was no opening of any door. He just wasn't leaving. That's it. Now all of a sudden, people are putting out there a little crack in the door saying, well, maybe there's a chance. So when he told you he was staying for life, you 100% believed it? You didn't nope. at any moment. There. I was on the radio. Right. I was on the radio. You can ask Billy. If Gary was here, he's out sick. Or Leroy was here, they'd tell you the same thing. I'm the one that was on the radio saying, please don't say that. Please do not continue to talk about this because you are going to regret it if you ever leave. You're going to regret this later. I kept saying it, and he Mm -hmm. kept talking. So I tried. Yeah, but again, like I said, I'm I'm not sure I'm going to rake someone over the coals for saying something when they were younger that it really isn't an offensive thing at all to say that you know what i like it here i'm gonna stay here forever yeah i i could think that at 21 22 like so for me i i understand why there is any sort of freak out like i get it uh, and it's going to continue happening people are going to continue to write stories as john has said today like that's not going anywhere but as i've laid out the athletic before not nine not two $92 million less. So I, I just think that obviously when we, we get in these situations, like I think Giannis is smart enough at this point that he's going to stop saying, I'm for sure 100% going to come back. And I think we all along knew that the organization had to have, the, had to have their stuff together. Otherwise, you risk that possibility. So to me, it's not, it's not really that we're learning anything. It's just that, I guess some people are affected by it being stated plainly that, hey, this is this is what it is. But I think everyone should have already known that. Right. This this is all this is all common knowledge. I agree, Eric. And Eric name joining us from the Athletic. He's gonna join us Thursdays moving forward. You follow him follow along with all his great Bucks coverage at 
Eric underscore name, E-R-I-C underscore N-E-H-M uh, on Twitter. Eric, because I thought it really was was simply that. I mean, I, I want to be here with the winning culture that we are starting to build. And as long as we continue that, we are in the right process of continuing to have a winning culture that I want to be a part of. I, I want to segue a little bit more towards the rest of that culture and, and the rest of that team. The last time that we saw this this club together, obviously outside of the preseason, was last year when you lose the final four games of the regular or the postseason. You get swept out after winning the first two against Toronto, and you lose in Game Six of the Eastern Conference Final. That team goes on, wins the NBA championship. Giannis says, "You know, maybe I believe that we would have done that if we were in that position." It's been steadfast throughout the rest of the year this year that they were going to improve and they were going to get a little bit more veteran-laden. I really like the additions that they made with with the Wesley Matthews, who's apparently going to be more of a starter, and then Kyle Korver, Robin Lopez. I think Dragon Bender is going to play a little bit more of a role possibly later on in the year than anybody would have thought outside of it. But going forth with what they've done this year, do you think they've done enough to better themselves in a position come playoff time for us just skipping through the whole 82 regular game season? I think those are two different things. Did they better themselves? I, I think it would still be debatable whether this team this year is better than it was last year. Like, I think losing top-end talent is always going to be really big in the postseason. During the regular season, they'll be fine with veterans instead of Malcolm Brogdon. But I think in the playoffs is where you start to feel not having – you know, a top 75 guy in the league. Like, that, that is going to hurt a little bit more. But to put themselves in a better position than last year, I mean, I thought they were in a great position last year. I thought they were going to win the Eastern Conference Finals, obviously, and represent the East in the Finals. I think that same thing right now. Like, I think there's enough questions with everyone else in the Eastern Conference, including the Sixers, who, I mean, I'm just shocked how much everyone has bought into them because I, I believe they have serious questions. So, I... To me, I think they're in a better position or as good of a position as last year when I thought they should go to the NBA Finals. So I think we are kind of in that spot where we're going to have to wait five or six months. to I don't want to say really learn anything about this team because we're going to learn stuff along the way. But for, for the real test, it's going to be five or six months. Eric, what do you think about Dante DiVincenzo? I think he could be a major factor coming uh, off that bench. Uh, Dante's got to be more consistent with the jumper. Yeah, uh, if it if the jumper is more consistent, all of the other little things that he does are, are a whole lot better. And I think we saw something similar similar last year with Pat Connaughton. Like Pat Connaughton did all the little stuff, right? Like he was jumping around, getting offensive rebounds, blocking threes, diving on the floor. Buzz loved all that stuff, but then he shot twenty eight percent from three for a month, and it was like, well, you're out of the rotation. Then when the playoffs came around, the jumper was falling, and then all that other stuff makes you a real rotation player. So for me, that's going to be the big thing with Dante is how consistent is that jumper and can he hit it, knock it down when he's given that chance? Because if so, then all the other stuff he does is a whole lot more exciting. But until then, uh, I'm not sure he's quite ready to be a rotation player. But I think he's going to get the the chance. This organization loves him. Bud loves him. Uh, Obviously, last year in this game, the home opener – uh, excuse me, the, the season opener in Charlotte, Dante was the first guy off the bench. I wouldn't be shocked if the same thing happens tonight. I don't know if it will. Maybe Pat has gone up above him. Maybe that'll be the first up. But Dante's going to get some chances. So 
whether or not his jumper falls is really going to decide whether or not he's in the rotation. And after the game, you're going to turn right back here for the Big and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. I'm taking over from my man Steve Sparky Pfeiffer here for the 13th year of the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. This is Eric Name joining us on the Wendy's Big Show. He will Thursdays at 448. Eric, I believe you just mentioned it, but you have the Bucks, uh repeating as the number one seed, did I hear, and, and favorites to represent. How do you see this uh, year playing out for your predictions for the Bucks? First of all, you could not have bigger shoes to fill, Billy, so good luck because uh, Sparky has been, I mean, the god in the city for – However many years, no doubt about it. Sparky is at this point. So hey, the next time, the, the next time you disagree with me, I'm just going to play you calling me a god of the city, and we're just going to call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all this, all this flattery is really going to come back and haunt me. I should have never been a nice guy. Uh, <laughs> I love Eric. Go ahead. But Eric. Uh, so with, with that, I don't know if they're going to be the one seed. Like I, I did my predictions at the athletic. I picked them for the under this year in Vegas. It's at 58. I picked them for the under. So I think there's a chance during this regular season they do some more experimenting. Giannis sits a little bit more. Brooke played 82 last year. Chris Middleton played 75 last year, I believe it was. I could see all three of those guys, because they played more in the offseason, because they were out in FIBA, I could see them getting more time off this year. And obviously that's going to increase the variance a little bit of whether or not you're going to win games. So I could see them dropping a few more. Maybe they get hit by injuries a little bit harder. I think I'd take the under, but... That doesn't affect the postseason. Like, if they're healthy in the postseason, I think they're a better team than the Sixers. I think they beat the Sixers in a seven-game series. So uh, that would be the only distinction I would draw. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to guarantee a one seed, but I do think this is the team that represents the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals. Eric, appreciate it, man. We're going to have a lot of fun all year long. We're glad you're on board, and uh, we appreciate you coming in here and taking this slander from Steve Sparky Pfeiffer when you guys go back and forth. It's always fun, and I don't know how you signed up willingly to take this abuse each week on Thursdays. Yeah, I've been doing it for a long time. You just get used to it after a while. So, uh, <laughs> I'm starting to. Out the other, it's all good. Eric, appreciate it, man. Enjoy the game tonight. All right, sounds good. You too. That's Eric. Name of the athletic joining us here on the Wendy's Big Show, 105.7 FM, The Fan, 12.50 AM, and the free radio.com app. Follow along with Eric Name's coverage at Eric underscore Ooh. name. That's spelled N-E-H-M for Eric Name. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.